The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Highlight positivity? We do that with Attaboy. Nice. Pat on the back. Attaboy is brought to you by Irish Networks. Irish Networks USA is their website. And when you go to their website, you will see that they specialize in fiber internet and uh, business voice. They are right here in Tennessee. So they are made in Tennessee and they're made to help Tennessee businesses. Uh, When you start your relationship with Irish Networks, 90 days of no payment is what you will get in return. Reliable, quality, fiber internet and voice, amazing customer service, Irish Networks. All right, Ben, take us away. Oh, I will, because you know I am Mr. Positivity. I am Mr. Glass Half Full. All right, what you got? Uh, I'm going back to the weekend and back to the world of golf where I am giving Hudson Swafford an attaboy. Uh, Hudson Swafford won the American Express Tournament this past weekend. And what makes it sweet is that he was noticeably emotional as he departed the 18th green after draining a nine-footer for par. Uh, He was carrying his son, James, as he walked to the scoring area, and a deeper layer of emotion was revealed in his press conference afterwards as the 34-year-old revealed that his father, David, had just passed away recently in December after a long battle with Parkinson's disease. And this was kind of uh, one of his his first tournaments with without his dad. And Hudson Swafford goes out there and, and picks up a win uh, shortly a- after losing his father. And his his own son was in the stands, so to speak, or, or was there to, to watch him play. And uh, third PGA Tour win in less than, than two months after his father passed away. He said that he taught me everything I know how to be a dad, how to be a friend, how to be a champion, and how to play golf. So, attaboy to Hudson Swafford. Sure, man. That's a good one right there. Can't beat that. Cannot beat that. That's good. Good attaboy for for today. 865-255-03 is our number. Our number three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Tennessee, you're supposed to cover. I ain't mad at you. I'll take that dub all day long. Should have known better, though. 6 p.m. tip. No, they should not have had two stretches of five minutes where they didn't score the basketball. But we should have known. We I know like they should have not done that, but we should have known that with a 6 p.m. tip, there was a possibility that there would be a slow start. I didn't. Yeah, I... I... I thought the first 10 minutes of the game was more of Florida's own doing than it being a result of a 6 p.m. start. Because Tennessee came out and, and scored 8, 10 quick points right off the bat. Uh, Santiago hit a three. after Well, Florida hit a three on its first possession. And then Santi came down and responded with a three. 
And and then after Jason Jatobo uh, got a bucket, Kennedy had a baseline jumper, maybe it was, or, or an, an elbow jumper. I can't remember. He had a jumper that he made, and, and it tied the game. And then Santi hit a three to give Tennessee the lead. And then after Tyree Appleby hit a three, Kennedy Chandler had a, a layup to the basket. And, and Mike White calls a timeout there after that Kennedy Chandler layup. Tennessee has a 10-8 lead with 17 minutes to go. So I, I didn't necessarily think it was the, the 6 p.m. start. I, I thought it was just Florida hitting some some threes early that, that were unexpected because statistically Florida is not a great three-point shooting team. They take a lot of threes. They don't make a lot of them. And they could not miss in the first half. I mean, it, it was absurd what they shot in the first half of that of that game. 51% from the field, 48%. 43% from three. And then in the second half, they shoot 35% and 17% from three. There are three of 17 from three in the second half. So uh, I, I thought Tennessee was kind of on its heels after Florida hit some of those, those early threes, mm-hmm. um, 6 PM start, 7 PM start, 8 PM start. I, I, I didn't really think the tip time necessarily affected Tennessee. I, I, I thought it was kind of Florida hitting some, some big shots early on that, that were unexpected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Florida had a nice plan to start start the game, and Tennessee had to adjust and some luck as well. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the threes that Appleby hit from the logo, banking one of them in. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's just stupid. And and and, <laughs> and of course, this team, Florida, again, takes a lot of threes, don't make a ton of them, and then they come in and go seven of sixteen from three in the first half. I'm sorry, man. I'm the one who actually lost money. I'm glad that they came back down to earth, though. Three of seventeen in the second half. Oh yeah, they, that's not what they do. Uh, but they they've had to shoot the ball from the outside without Castleton. That's been the uh, the adjustment they've had to make, and it looked good at first, but they started missing shots, and Tennessee was able to get some big stops and, and make theirs, be good from the free throw line, and get the dub uh, on the. YouTube chat here. Look at look at look at Papa T Vol Nation on here. Look at that. Look at that. Um, Vol Nation did call in and you know, talk about you know NIL a little bit. And we had a nice point here. Uh, I'm trying to go to it. And Papa T says I can do 20 monthly. Let's get it. Oh yeah, go to SpireSports.com. It's right there. It is right there. And uh, we mentioned about. You know, that 5%, and Tennessee's going to be um, right there to 95 percentile in our game. It's the 5% um, that the, is, a, is, is a problem with our direct competition. Well, the 5% would be, you know, teams like Arkansas and A&M and, you know, Georgia and Alabama. And it's not like there's only 30 good college uh, – excuse me, only 32 good high school football players in the country. There's a lot of really good high school football players in the country. There's a lot of them. And a lot of them, well, excuse me, some of them went to Georgia, go to Alabama and you know, LSU and Texas A&M. I mean, there's a lot of good football players. You just have to get the right collection of them that fit what you do. And for us, it's you know, it starts with the quarterback. 
And not every staff values every player the same. So you got to get the right collection. There's going to be some teams who value a player more than others and will be willing to invest in that player more than others, and they're going to be right some, and they're going to be wrong some. Since he just has to make sure that they're right with the players that they want to invest in through the NIL. So you don't have to be the number one spender to be the number one team, which is the point here. That is the point. That is the entire point. Just get the right collection, have the right culture. You gotta, you gotta develop them when they get here. I mean, I want to see how hard Jimbo Fisher is able to coach those guys. They breaking the bag, or, or, or breaking the bank and dropping the bag. Can you coach them hard? And when you give them that money, like, are they actually doing anything? I want to see Look, if their five stars are legitimately five stars. Yeah, like what? What are they doing to earn that money? Or are you just giving it to them when they're not doing anything for it? So there's a there's a there's a lot that was under the you know behind the surface or under the surface that I, I want to know. Everyone just looks at the the ranking and so like, hey we got to do that. Well, how like how did they do that? And is it 100% going to work? But Tennessee will be again one of the one of the top players, and I understand that comment for sure. I mean, I, I, the five percent is going to be the teams we 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 compete with. But um, there's a national brand. There are fans just like you as, 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 together. Uh, where we are, proximity, our city. I mean, there's a lot of moving in. You know, that's that's, that's in our you know in our favor. Um, you know, we recruit the Carolinas and um, Virginia areas really well. There's a lot in our advantage. There's a, there's some that's not in our advantage. We don't have the in-state recruiting as a Georgia and, and um, some of the other programs. And so you have to be really careful about the resources you, you use and spend, the time you spend on recruiting certain players, areas that you haven't been able to have success in. So all in all, I'm confident about our approach with the NIL. And if I wasn't, I would say I wasn't. <laughs> I when, just, when do you think people will start to believe people who are in the know? There is this refusal to believe people who have a good track record of being right. Right now. When when do you think people will actually start to believe it? Because this this conversation that we practically have daily is getting old and tiring. Yeah, man, we're not having it because there's a lot of I haven't I haven't seen a lot of pushback. Um, you know, Vol Nation called in, and you know, he just yeah, he just asked, and and um, well, we had a comment on the text box earlier about yet our our donors still want to sit on their butts and not and not do anything. Yeah, that's just somebody that just don't know. But, all, I mean, it's all good. But 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 when do you think they'll, they'll start to believe everybody? They will. They probably will think that the donors are. Have got up off their butt when like Tennessee has a top five or top ten class, but some of that also is on field success too. So um, the 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 donors will get all the credit if Tennessee drops a top ten, top five class, um, and that's that's going to be inaccurate because 
on the field success too. Kids, like, kids want to win too. Kids want to compete and get money. So you have to do that. You, like you, <laughs> you're not gonna just buy a kid or get a great NIL deal if you ain't winning and putting guys in a league. So Tennessee still has to do that. Because there's going to be places where you can get all of that. You you want to have the best combination. So we're working towards that. But um, probably to answer your question, Ben, when when Tennessee is like you know ranked in the top ten or some top five in recruiting, and then people will assume it was all because of uh, all because of the boosters. I'm just tired of this conversation, and it's only January 20th. I mean, I love the conversation because we know that it's important for us to get to where we, we need to be. I mean, and we, we know it's important to recruiting. I mean, dude, you, you saw that finish we had. I mean, it's important. 865-255-03. Be right back. I'm Vince Moore, wide receiver, VFL 1991. And you're listening to The Swain Event. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. 
That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work from anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. All right, it's time for around the SEC. Then we'll get back to the text box. Get back to taking your phone calls if that's what you want to do. If you want to give give us a shout, you can do that eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. 865-255-03 around the SEC, Ben. There were other SEC basketball games last night. Mm-hmm. South Carolina came back from trailing to beat Vanderbilt 70-61. to Man, I almost took that. Arkansas beat Ole Miss 64-55. And LSU pulled off a good win in a good game. Mm-hmm. Over Texas A&M, seventy to sixty-four, and that was a good result for Tennessee because A&M had two SEC losses, and it it just simply needed A&M to lose. And A&M is now four and three in conference play. Tennessee five and three. Tennessee is tied for third in the SEC with Arkansas. Both teams five and three after winning last night, and then. I guess technically Arkansas and Tennessee are tied for third and fourth, and then AM and Mississippi State are tied for fifth and sixth at four and three. So if uh if the if the SEC tournament started tomorrow, Tennessee would have a top four seed, but still a, a long ways to go in the, the conference race. But last night was a good night for Tennessee in the standings. 
In regards to football, LSU picked up another transfer yesterday. Mm-hmm. Picked up an Oklahoma State defensive back. Jarek, Jarek, Bernard Converse. He is transferring to LSU. Started the last 46 games at Oklahoma State and was an all-Big 12 performer. Uh, a familiar name, John Jancic, a George staffer. And Big John Janders, clean that ish up. That's right. Former D.C. at Tennessee. He is expected to join Brian Kelly's staff at LSU as a defensive analyst. He was an offensive analyst at Georgia. And Jancic and Kelly coached together at Grand Valley State and then at Central Michigan. John D. Bryce won on Twitter, was the first to report the move. So shout out to, to Bryce uh, for, for breaking my man Bryce. That news. Uh, Good work. That's right. Four quick things I want to clear out of my uh, my notes as it relates to the SEC. Uh, Missouri recently picked up a linebacker transfer, Jamie Petway, from, or excuse me, Jamie Petway is transferring from Missouri to FAU to play for Willie Taggart. And uh, that, that Florida linebacker that we recently discussed, Hooper, that's been in and out of the portal, he's been visiting Missouri this week. So looks like Missouri will add him. And speaking of Florida, Florida has been pretty active. Uh, added Jay Bateman as its inside linebackers coach. Uh, he is the former North Carolina defensive coordinator. Was also my former defensive coordinator at Army, where he uh, led the Black Knights to top 10 national rankings in total defense and scoring defense in 2018, which earned him Broyles Award finalist recognition. And then he took uh, the North Carolina defense coordinator job, and things did not go well there. But Jay Bateman will be the next inside linebackers coach at Florida. Uh, Florida picked up a transfer from Louisiana Lafayette, Billy Napier's old stomping ground. You dirty, Billy. You dirty. That's right. You are dirty, Billy. Uh, (laughs) Osiris Torrance is transferring to Florida. He is a former all-Sun Belt offensive lineman. And obviously, he will reunite with Billy Napier. Uh, He will be a junior. And he was an all-Sun Belt selection each of the past two seasons. And the last thing I've got for you is that Malik Heath, uh, Mississippi State's top receiver this past year, uh, he has entered uh, the transfer portal. Must not be no money down in Starkville. Actually, he was not the top receiver. Number 10 was. was I forget his name off the top of my head. But he was uh, Malik Heath was one of the top receivers, caught 34 passes, for 442 yards and, and five touchdowns this past season for for Mississippi State. Speaking of Florida, Swain, I, I know I said that was the, the last thing I've got for you, but this this Florida coaching staff is real interesting. They, also, they, they've got some unique job titles on that coaching staff. Uh, on, on Friday, last Friday, they hired a guy named Chris Couch, to be the game changer coordinator. His title is game changer coordinator. And and they've got some pretty, again, I just said this, some pretty unique job titles on that staff. They've got the game changer coordinator. They've got the director of recruiting innovation. They've got a director of speed improvement and skill development. 
They've got a director of player engagement and NIL. They've got a director of college personnel and a director of advanced scouting and self-scouting. Sounds sounds like sounds important. I know. Sounds like Bill Napier got to figure it out. I did see an article on 247 that of uh, all the new coaching staffs in college football from this coaching carousel that that Florida's was uh, picked as the, the best coaching staff put together. That was in the opinion of Brandon Marcello of 247. I don't expect anything different. I expect Bill Napier to put together a good staff. I expect him to be um, pretty good there. So look forward to it, man. I look forward to the challenge. See how Tennessee's going to um, hypo, how he's going to do against Bill Napier in the next couple of years. Let me go back to the text box. Cope Vall says, you can't prove how good our NIL program is when we are taking so many scholarships from ourselves. Um, the better question is why are we bound down and bending over backwards to the NCAA that about to be no more. Also, why Will Wade is still employed. Well, um, Jeremy Prue was caught red-handed more than Will Wade, to be honest. And um, there's no wiggle room around it. There's no way around it. You didn't bow down because you you, you said I'm, we're going to a bowl game, and then you're telling the NCAA this is this is what we'll do to punish ourselves, and then that's all we're gonna do. We're gonna move forward. So you didn't bow down. Uh, you were proactive. You were um, on the front end. So I don't I don't I don't think we bow down to the NCAA. But until they are not in charge, you still have to abide by the rules as best as possible. But Tennessee is not bowed down on that. Um, ATL VFL, why do you think we lost Zach Evans? I don't think Tennessee was willing to, um, to 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 do what Zach Evans wanted, um, is, is my opinion, to be honest. But maybe that's maybe that's different. Maybe there's a different reason. But um, I think Ole I Miss, think you're spot on there. I, I think Ole Miss is willing to do things that Tennessee wasn't willing to do. Um, but it is a good point about the NIL because how do you know, like, all right, ours is good. How do you know it's working? Um, I mean, I think you can look at, you know, kind of the finish of, of, of our recruiting class. Um, I know for a fact we got multiple guys, six-figure deals. I'm not saying multiple because it's two. Like I'm saying multiple because it's, it's a nice number of guys with six-figure deals. And that's that's damn good. That is damn good. And I think some of our players who sign this year will have and does have some nice deals. You can go look at Justin Williams' tweet. Spire's real. He 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 loves Inspire. Spire was right there at his uh announcement when he committed to Tennessee. It's right there in the photo. You can see it. Justin Williams was a player that many SEC schools wanted. And you were able to beat another SEC school that in the past past has beaten you. Yeah, that's what in I was the first time. Say. What what is Auburn? 
known for on the recruiting trail? Coming late and beating Tennessee. They have done this. And and not because it's the loveliest village on the plains. I'm telling you right now, Tennessee had Owen Papo done. That linebacker from Grayson, mm-hmm. that was like he was coming to Tennessee. Until <laughs> uh, Auburn. Auburn swooped in. Auburn. Which Auburn, the, the same team that swooped in for Owen Papo, it's, it's the, the, the same team that Vontae Lambert that lost out on for Justin Williams. Mm-hmm. Auburn lost. Yeah, Auburn lost. Gotcha. Yeah, Auburn lost to Tennessee, Justin Williams. Because you know why? Because Auburn's NIL is not, not on the same level. Not yet. That is for sure. Was, them, them dudes down there are not on the same page at all. So um, that's one example. I mean, you can go look at the defensive finish and recruiting and, and look, you know. Look at that! Look at that too. But for the, for others, they're gonna need like they're gonna need a, a quarterback. They're gonna need like a five star. I mean, James Pierce did get a bump on on three to a five star. But like, if Tennessee gets a big time quarterback, then probably more people will you know feel more encouraged. And I understand that. Trust me, I t- truly understand that. I don't expect people to feel the way I feel because. You don't have the same information. But, and you don't sit in the same rooms. But I try to give as much as possible without too much because you don't like here's a here's a good point on here um from Maryville Mark. He says, Is there any data out that shows Tennessee in the top five percent NIL? No. And there won't be any data out. Because why would you want data out? Why would you want your business out of what you are offering and paying your players only for the competition to just match it or top it? Like you don't you don't want that. Look at the coaching salaries right now. The coaching salaries are the way they are right now because somewhere along the line, the school was like, "Hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm pay you a whole lot more." Then probably what you're worth, but we're going to make a statement and show everybody that we're serious. And then everybody started doing it, and then now, boom, you have all these coaching salaries inflated. Here's another example. Somewhere down the line, someone thought it was a great, a great idea to put these recruits in player uniforms before they actually signed. One person did it. It snowballed. And now we got this freaking mess. So you don't, like, you don't want that information out there. Like, you don't want... You don't want players' exact dollars amount to be out there. Like, you don't want that. So, no, there's there's not going to be any data out um, like that. What I don't understand is, like, okay, yes, I get it that there, there's not hard factual evidence to, to point to that, that shows that Tennessee is – is where it needs to be with the NIL. I get that. Even though there is some evidence out there. Oh, there's there's factual evidence. It's just it's just not like earth shattering quarterback, yes. top five class. Like like it's yes. not it's not that right now because you gotta be careful of because of where we are. Like right. folks don't understand that. Right. 
But <clears throat> I, like aside from that, like I, I get people wondering and, and wanting to see more evidence. But when you have folks who are well-respected in the industry, folks who you all go to for information, they are telling you that Tennessee is in a good spot. Like, why do you all not believe them? Because you have other people who who don't know who are saying opposite and people are confused. That's just, I mean. That's what I don't get. Like, I get, I get tweets from people. <clears throat> I get DMs. From, from people, and you know what I'm talking about. And it'll be like an article from somebody else, and I'm like, why are you sharing that with me? Because, number one, I already know. Number two, they're they not even right. This is just some blog that's just putting out some stuff, and they're not even right. So I think, truly, there's a lot of people who are confused and don't know who to trust. And um, there's so many people that cover over Tennessee that, you know, portray themselves as experts that I could understand how some folks can, you know, can be confused or listen to some information that may not be accurate. Like I told, like I got totally get it. Uh, I, I understand. I don't. I, I, I don't. I get it, it. I'm a little more it's, open-minded. Though. It's, it's common sense. <laughs> I mean, how all you have to do is use your brain to put, put two and two together. Yeah. I mean, just... the, the, the people who are never wrong, are telling you that Tennessee is doing fine and setting themselves up fine in the NIL realm. And, and some of y'all are just refuse to believe them. Same but yet, folks. but yet you're the same folks that go to those same people for information. Right, man. And, and and you listen to them, you you read them, you know they have a, a long history uh, of being spot on and and only putting putting information out there that, that is going to be correct, yet you're questioning them. There's a, there's a perception that um, – remember, remember during the summer? Who was killing the NIL game in the summer? Do you remember who, 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 who looked like they were killing it? Miami. Miami. Dang, Ben, that's a good one. Miami looked like they were ahead of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Miami looked like they was ahead of everybody. Because it was the first team that publicly was going to pay every player on the team. You saw the deals that De'Aaron King was getting, and he talked about hooking up his teammates. It looked like Miami was killing everybody. What happened with Miami? I haven't heard anything about NIL in Miami since the summer. They fired a coach, replaced everybody. Place an AD. <laughs> so, like, sometimes perception is not reality. It, it, it really, it really, it's really not. So, I just know some of y'all are, are gonna have have some stuff on your face when it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> so some of y'all, some of y'all are gonna look real silly uh, about a year from now. No, I mean, the, I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame some of the some of the fans that are are are, are not believing and they want to see more i totally totally understand the people that are going to look real silly are the people that have mics in their faces and and put out articles and um those people are going to look real silly those people are going to look real silly because 
if you're in this business, you want people to listen and, and to listen I and mean, read your stuff because you want them to know that you are insider and you know more than them and you, you have connections and you can get information. And the moment that you realize this person don't, don't know anything more than what you know, you're not going to want to listen to that person. You're not going to want to read that, what that person is saying. And so like, that's, that's what's going to happen is like, here, here in a next eight to 12 weeks when Tennessee is in position to get a quarterback and the quarterback is a stud, then folks are like, whoa, well, wow, man, how did that happen? Well, it happened because for months this thing was in the work. Or you get a big time player commit during you know during the spring. Like, whoa, why did that happen? Well, because for months things were in place, and that's when those folks will look silly. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Again, like I said earlier in the hour, I'm I'm tired of having to have this conversation so frequently. We gonna have to have we gonna have the NIL conversation a lot just because, I mean. It's a part of recruiting. It's a part of college football. It's, it, it is going to be one of Tennessee's strengths. I mean. Yes, I, I don't dislike talking in a, NIL. I like talking NIL. I'm tired of having the conversation and, and trying to assure people that Tennessee are Tennessee is going to be fine. That's the conversation that I'm tired of having. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's been every day for the last month. Yeah, I understand. I'm tired of it. I understand. Tennessee is going to be fine. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, my um, my conversation yesterday really good. Gave me a lot of insight, more than I had, and uh, whoo, man, there's a lot of a lot of folks that were not on the same page before in our, uh, in, our in our ring of honor, so to speak, um, level with our boosters and donors who are. On the same page, and man, boy, it is um, it is encouraging. I'll just you know, I'll just say that it's encouraging. It's encouraging, but I understand you know, there's some folks that got to see more to believe more. I get it. I respect that. I I, I really do. Um, but also, no, I wouldn't say it. It's my credibility if if I didn't if I didn't see it or believe it myself. So um, we'll see. we'll see. All right, let's get to Justin. Justin, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How What's up, doing? man? Uh, not much. Um, you know, kind of, and I know you guys are kind of extending this NIL conversation. Um, you know, it was a great show last Friday. Uh, because of you. Uh, you know, got a lot of got got a lot of really good information out of it. But you know, one thing that I think people have to just keep in the back of their heads is is important as the NIL is. It's not an end-all be-all like cure to you know getting us back to where we need to be mm-hmm. um it, it's just one leg of of the stool mm-hmm. uh, and you know you can't have the one leg and have a sturdy chair to sit in i mean you've got to have multiple pieces 
Another piece, like you mentioned earlier, is culture. Um, there's one in particular that I think is really going to take some time, and that's putting guys in the NFL, but not just putting them in, in the NFL, putting them in higher rounds. And what I mean by that is this past uh, offseason with some transfers, you know, we missed out on some some big guys. And the guys that we missed out on in particular, we didn't miss because of the NIL. We missed out because they were going to places where they were sending guys to the first round. Yep. Jared Burke, you know, going to Florida State. They brought in, you know, two guys out of the transfer portal. One's probably going to be a first rounder. Another one that uh, they brought in, I think, is probably going to go in the top three to four rounds. That's strong. Brandon Joseph, I think, is the kid from Northwestern who was an All-American, ended up at Notre Dame. Notre Dame sent in a first-round safety to the draft. So I say that to kind of say this. There's other pieces in play. This is just one piece that we're not going to be left behind on, and it's going to allow us to compete with just about anybody in college football, and that's if we really want a guy, great. We've got the financial backing to get him. But to but. me, we have to start doing some of these other pieces, and then I think the wins will come in because, you know, if I'm a guy and all the money's equal, what's it going to come down to next? Am I going to be able to compete for a championship? Is this a place that's going to send me to the top two, three rounds of the draft? So I think where we are now with the draft is more of a product of where the previous staff left us. And as we develop guys, as we, you know, start, um, you know, getting guys in a better spot to get drafted higher, I think you're going to start seeing off seasons where, you know, we're getting some of those top guys in the transfer portal. Hang up and listen. You guys take care. Hey, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you so much for the phone call, Jay. Really, really, really. Justin. Justin. My, my, uh, my breaking news has, do with a person named Jay. Um, so my bad, Justin. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. Great as always. Um, we got a little bit of break here. Former Tennessee running back and former Tennessee running back coach Jay Graham is going to be the head of football operations at D1 in uh, Hardin Valley. So, Jay Graham is back here in Knoxville. He spent some time on the Pruitt staff. We know what happened there. Then went to Alabama, um, stepped down to Alabama, and then uh, was was up in the Tri-Cities working with uh, Randy Sanders with ETSU, and, and now he is um, he is back. So, football, I think, will always be a part of his, his fabric and, and helping young people develop. And, uh, and you can do that without – the, the grind of college football, the grind of recruiting and, and the time spent away from family. You can still do that. And uh, Jay Graham is doing that for, for uh, D1. This is, this is huge. This is huge, man. This is great for Knoxville. This is great for Knoxville. And um, you have a place like the University of Tennessee. Our kids here in Knoxville should have advantages. Then some of the kids in other cities that are not exposed to universities. Like, there's no reason why our football players in Knoxville shouldn't have the best teaching and developing development because there's so many foreign players that live here after their playing days. And those players 
they gained so much knowledge and experience from their time at Tennessee and their time playing at the next level. We just got to, we just got to, as parents and as, as teachers and as principals and as you know, school board, whatever, like we got to, we have to do our job to put these guys in position to give our kids these advantages. Like, I'm looking at some of the staffs put together in the high school area. Man, I get excited. You know, Josh Jones over there at Bearden, man. Got Penny, Penny Smith. Played a high level, played college, man. Like, that's that's awesome. Catholic brought in Troy Fleming, Darius Bowman. Darius is my guy. We were U.S. Army All-American teammates. From Chattanooga. I mean, what Catholic's doing right now with that football staff is great. Robert Ayers just went over there to... Oak Ridge, now he's D.C. Man, I get excited about stuff like that. When are you hopping in? I'm good, man. I'm not needed. I only go to places where I'm needed. I'm not needed. I'm not needed, man. I am not needed. They got it, man. They got it taken care of. But, like, I get excited about stuff like that. Excited. And that Jay Graham, you know, running running D1. Woo, woo, football operations. You got a championship freaking assistant coach. The guy who played. In the league? That's that's huge. That's huge, man. Congratulations to D1, which is ran by a VFL. But there's D1s all around the Southeast. But, man, congratulations, D1 and Jay Graham. That's good stuff. Swain Event, be right back. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the MN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. 
That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. Top 100 barbecue restaurant, Dead End Barbecue, is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Hour three here on the Swain event. It's always powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. $155 a month for self-pay. What is what is that? Well, monitored self-inject at home testosterone treatments. Not covered. The insurance won't cover. It's just $155 a month or it's covered by most, most health insurance, you're good. And they ship directly to your home. Again, simply $155 a month for monitored self-inject treatments right to your house. Go to Low T Center and LowTCenter.com for more details. Low T Center is reinventing men's health care. Man. Whew. Good stuff on the hill, man. Good stuff on the hill. Good stuff going on. Love to see it. I want some more. I want more of it. I need more of it. All right, text box. That's what we do at this time of the show. So let's do it. Let's not waste any time. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. So what's good with the spring game? We bind that it's in Nashville on April 9th, trying to plan ahead. It ain't gonna be in Knoxville. That is currently the plan. It ain't gonna be. It's, it's not Nayland. It's not Nayland. Nayland. Ain't gonna be in Nayland. Where's Nayland? 
I ain't gonna say his name. Who says Naylin? Jay. <laughs> Jay says Naylin. <laughs> it ain't won't it won't be in Neyland, that's for sure. Right now it's looking like April 9th in Nashville. Not official, but that that's what it's trending towards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it on. 90s Vol says, uh, welcome back, Jay. Hopefully the university mends that relationship. Um does the university need to mend that relationship? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if it's a, a problem there. I mean, Jay on two separate occasions came here at the wrong time because of his love for Tennessee and the coaches that he came to coach with just didn't, didn't pay out. I don't know if he's upset at the university or not. I don't know. Happy, happy for Jay Graham. I think he's going to be, uh, I think, more at peace, if less stress doing this than, um, the, you know, what it takes to be successful right now in college football. And, you know, the Coach K's and the Roy Williams of the world said, no, thank you. You wonder if Rick Barnes is going to get to a point soon where he's like, man, this is this is not what I signed up for when I started coaching basketball. And this is not what I want to continue to have to deal with. And uh, you wonder how Rick Barnes will, how long he will last with college athletics changing the way that it is. Volan Birmingham says it would be gangster, though, for a booster to put up billboards to other states that say if you are a four- or five-star O-lineman and go to the University of Tennessee, you will be guaranteed 100 stacks a year. From that specific booster, man, that that would be gangster. That would be gangster. Riley Vall says, do we have a parlay today? I got to take a look at it. I know there's a promotion from uh, Action 247 today. It is a promotion right now from Action 247. There's promotions every single day. Uh, today's promotion has everything to do with Tennis. <laughs> uh, you could bet $30 on tennis today and you'll get another 20 to use for live in play. That is the promotion right now uh, for action. Now, if you use the promo code Swain Event for your first time deposit, Tennessee, nope, not Tennessee, but Tennessee Action 247 will match it up to one. They'll match it 100% up to $800. There we go. I'm trying to talk fast because we got to get out of here in a second. Tonight is going to be a great night, Swain. No no games that I'm particularly interested in. The Lady Vols are back in action against Auburn. But, uh, we should be able to bet. We should be able to bet women's basketball, too. At 6.30? You know what? You know what's at 6.30 on TNT? John Morant. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, the, the, but the Grizzlies are not playing. The NBA All-Star Game starters are going to be announced. And, and after a cool little 41-piece honey gold style last night on the Spurs' head, take that, Greg Popovich. How you like them pops from John Morant? I love the energy, man. As a little 41-piece, he's going to be a, an All-Star Game starter tonight. Shout-out to John Morant. Shout-out to 12. You know why the Grizzlies are great? Because we have 12 and other teams don't. When the game's on the line, you know who you call? You call 12. John Morant, 
The GOAT. You heard me? Stop. You hear me? That's that's what you get. You get disrespectful. GOAT. He will go down as the greatest of all time. He's going to win 10 titles in Memphis. Far surpass Michael Jordan and Tom Brady. TB12, more like Ja12. That, that's going to be the brand here in about 15 years. All right, man. I need you to pee in this cup after the show. <laughs> it's time for a drug test. Fair enough. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you all have a great, great Thursday. We will be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Peace and love. We are out.